Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the From Ballparks to Buzzer Beater Sportscast. I'm James Farley, alongside my co-host, Perry Mortzinos. And today we have a special episode coming your guys where we will be discussing the Super Bowl with the student body of our high school here at Westford Academy. Today we have a great episode on tap for you guys, and we're going to hop right into things right now. Perry, take it away. Yeah, so as James said, um, I'm Perry Morgino, so I'm just going to, you know, run through the guests that we're going to have. We're going to have Ethan Goff-Shervin, we're going to have Rohan Varaganti, and then we're going to have Connor Curran. So um, I'm just going to send it to Ethan real quick so he can give us a little introduction about himself. Hello, my name is Ethan Goff-Shervin. I'm a freshman at Westford Academy, and I'm super excited to be on the podcast. All right, yeah, thanks, Ethan, for that. Heading on over to Rohan. How are you doing today, Rohan? Good. Uh, I'm Rohan. I'm a junior at Westford Academy. I play basketball. I also work on the Ghost Rider, and I'm excited to uh, talk with y'all. Awesome. All right, Thanks. Connor, Connor wrapping us up. Yeah, Connor Curran, freshman at WA. First time ever doing a podcast of this sort, so I'm very excited to join and be on board for today. All right, I like the attitude. Thanks very much, of course, for joining us today. And just starting things off, obviously... We're going to hop in right into the first question where today we will be talking about the Super Bowl that will be taking place this Sunday. So, guys, to start things off, despite Tom Brady no longer wearing a New England Patriots uniform and us living in New England and being Patriots fans, will you still be rooting for he and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Sunday in Super Bowl 55, or will you be taking a different route and be rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs? How about we head straight over to Ethan to start things off. Ethan, how are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, definitely, James. Um, here, I think I'm going to be rooting for Tom Brady here. I think it will be extremely cool to see Brady get his seventh ring, especially with everything he's gone through, moving to a new team, first year on the box. I think it will be pretty cool. And, and um, Ethan, so obviously your view is that despite Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots, and as a Patriots fan, you have stuck through with Brady throughout his career and no matter what team he plays for you're an advocate for Tom Brady and no matter what you're going to root for him to the end is that how it seems yeah definitely I think um him with six rings right now maybe adding one more to his total I think it'll be definitely historic yeah that would definitely solidify himself as the GOAT I believe that I mean I think that he's by proclaimed by many to be the greatest of all time and that would just add to his repertoire all right Perry take it away all right, um, Rohan, what are your thoughts on this? Are you, you know, with Ethan, with the Bucks, or are you against um, the Bucks and hanging with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm with the Chiefs on this one. Uh, I just think it's Patrick Mahomes' time. Brady's got to move on, and um, he's, just an ex- he's just exciting to watch, and I love watching him. So, Interesting take there, Rohan. So you're going with the Patrick Mahomes side of things, and do you think that – with um, Patrick Mahomes already having a, an MVP award in his back pocket as well as a Super Bowl victory and a Super Bowl MVP award, do you think that as time goes on, there's any chance that, you know, if he t- he if he defeats Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, do you think that in any way Patrick Mahomes at the end of his career could possibly be considered the GOAT? Um, I mean, he's young. He's got a lot of talent and a lot of upside. So, so if he keeps working, I think he can become the GOAT someday. There you go, and I feel like a big storyline going into this game is two high-powered offenses in both the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers having a great wide receiver core in Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, excuse me, um, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, 
And But then the Chiefs, they also have Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So, Rohan, at the end of the day, do you feel that this Kansas City Chiefs is just more powerful and is going to be able to overtake the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense in the Super Bowl? I mean, they got one of the best offenses of all time with um, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. Um, they could be one of the best quarterbacks of all time someday. But, I mean, the Buccaneers also rank fifth in offense and eighth in defense, whereas the Chiefs don't really have as great as a defense. So, you never know. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. I feel like both have high-powered offenses, but at the end of the day, I think that the Tampa Bay Buc- or many say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a great defense. So it'll be interesting to see which team takes things on and wins Super Bowl Fifty Five on Sunday. Connor, what's your take on this one? Who do you see, or who are you rooting for in taking this game? Honestly, to be quite honest with you, kind of voting for the Kansas City Chiefs here. I mean, Tom Brady, no doubt about it. He's always going to be remembered as a Patriot, you know. When they put him in the uh, history books, he'll be wearing the Patriots uniform. But I mean, I kind of feel like I have to vote for the Kansas City Chiefs on this one because the odds are kind of stacked against Brady here, you know. He's an old man. He's he's 43. You know, soon he'll be in the retirement home. So, who knows, you know. Um, What's his name there? Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, in the two playoff games, he, sto- uh, he threw uh, four touchdown passes and... um. Tom Brady threw seven, but three of them were intercepted, so who knows? I kind of feel like Kansas City Chiefs here, a lot younger, but also probably a lot better, you know? I like that look. Perry, what do you think on that opinion of Connor rooting for the KC Chiefs in Super Bowl 55? You know, um, I side with it as well. I mean, I was a lot of team versus Tom guy um, when Brady left the Patriots for greener pastures in Tampa Bay. But, I mean, you got to hand it to him. I mean, he's rolled through a great team in the New Orleans Saints. Um, he beat the Packers last week. I mean, that was, you could say that was the Packers self-destructing on national TV. But I, I totally hear Connor's take, and I totally hear Ethan side of it as well, um, taking Tom Brady as a New England Patriots fan. All right, so just to go over things, so I believe that Ethan is rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady in this game, and he is sticking with Tom Brady through the highs and lows of his career. And as a loyal Patriots fan and a loyal Tom Brady advocate, he is sticking with Tom Brady. On the other side of things, Rohan is going with the Kansas City Chiefs, and Connor is going with the KC Chiefs as well. So it'll be interesting to see whose side the story comes out on top. Perry, I know that there's another important storyline in this game, and why don't we start covering that right now? Take it away. Yeah, so um, this has been covered extensively. Um, this is the first time that Super Bowl will ever be played in the home stadium of one of the teams playing. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers play in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay. Um, the Vikings were close a couple years ago, but they lost to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. I mean, even without fans, do you guys think that this will make a difference for the Bucks or against the Bucs? Um, Connor, we'll start with you here. Yeah, so I read here on uh, NBC Sports, and it was it was really interesting. Um, so yeah, as you know, no teams ever played the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Um, actually, sorry, no team has ever won the Super Bowl in their home stadium. So that's gonna be really interesting. You know, there's a lot of a lot of superstition and stuff involved. So I've I've got no clue, honestly. That kind of just you know pushes me more towards uh, thinking the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win. 
That's an interesting take there, Connor. So yeah, obviously with the Super Bowl, never with a, a team never playing at their home stadium in a Super Bowl, obviously this is going to be teams are going to dive into a new situation that the NFL has never experienced in its existence, and you never know. It'll be interesting to see if Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be able to take advantage of this situation, or if KC Chiefs kind of come out of come yeah come out and overtake Tampa in their own stadium. And in the stadium, obviously throughout all professional college sports. Fans have not been able to um, attend the games as often as people would in order to abide by the COVID-19 guidelines. That being said, 7,500 vaccinated frontline workers will be able to attend the Super Bowl. So I think that's a great thing to be able to get and showcase and recognize all of these uh, heroic frontline workers for their for how loyal and, and how much they've helped people across the country and through these difficult and unprecedented times. And it'll be interesting to see how much their presence will be known in Tampa Bay on Sunday night. All right. And Ethan, what do you think about this? Do you think that the where and being played in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, do you think that'll make any sort of a difference at all for Tampa by helping them? Or do you think that it'll hurt them? Personally, I think in a normal NFL season, especially with the playoffs, um, I think it would give Tampa a huge advantage, but with the Bucks running on 25% occupancy this year, especially in the Super Bowl, I don't think it's going to give them as greater of an advantage as it normally would. I think it'll still give them a little bit of confidence knowing that this is where they've been playing, or at least this is where Brady's been playing since the beginning of the season, but there's other players on the Bucks that have obviously been there for a while now. But I definitely think it's going to give him a little bit of advantage. Um, but, I mean, you've got two great quarterbacks going up against each other, so it's definitely going to be a tight game. Yeah, the climate as well as getting used to the turf and knowing all of the environment, being used to it throughout, playing throughout the 17 weeks of the NFL season, one of which obviously is a bye week. But um, So, yeah, I think that um, it definitely could play a major impact, uh, have a major impact and influence the outcome of the game potentially when the final whistle blows. All right, Perry, you want to pass it on over to Rohan? Yeah, sure. Um, just to jump in real quick, what Ethan said. Yeah, I mean, they're running 25% occupancy, and you know a lot of those um, fans, per se, are going to be vaccinated healthcare workers that the NFL has chosen to give tickets to, and each NFL team gets a certain number of tickets to give to their fans for the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, the Bucks and the Chiefs will get more because they are playing in the Super Bowl, but I don't know how much it's going to matter, especially with the healthcare workers. But you know, you'll get James and uh, my take on this later in the week. But we're gonna pass it over to Rohan for his take. Um, according to NFL Network, Network, it was uh twenty five thousand fans, not twenty five percent. So I think I mean the total capacity for the stadium is sixty six thousand. So it's really not that many people, but both teams have already played in like they they have veteran players that have played in huge stadiums already with a lot of people. So I really don't think the fans will make a big impact or a home field advantage will make a big impact on either team. All right, interesting. So clearly Rohan is still sticking with So yeah, clearly Rohan is still sticking with rooting for the KC Chiefs despite Tampa playing in their home stadium. So it'll be interesting to see if those 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers, along with the designated tickets to for the 
for family and as well as for NFL teams to be able to give to their fans to see if that'll play any sort of an impact and influence the outcome of the game whatsoever. All right, so earlier on in the episode, we talked a little bit about who you were rooting for, and we also dove a little bit into who you thought would win. But I feel like we want to go into a little deeper of, like, to just dive deeper into what could potentially go down on Sunday night. So, Rohan, you were siding with the KC Chiefs, so I was wondering if you could go through a little bit deeper and discuss why you th- what sets aside this Kansas City Chiefs team from the high-powered Tampa Bay team. Um, just the offense, mostly the best offense in the league right now, but it could still go either way. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play like they're the eighth best defense and they're the fifth best offense, they could, they could take it away. Interesting. And do you think that, I feel like there are many different ways that a fan, uh, uh, um, somebody that watches NFL could take this, but the, um, both Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey throughout the entire season have been a major target for Patrick Mahomes, who he's been able to throw to, both of which surpassed 1,000 yards receiving on the season and were able to carry the Chiefs to the best record in the NFL at, with only losing two games all season long. So do you think that both of these players will be able to play a major impact? And who do you think at the end of the day Patrick Mahomes will rely on more so to help him take the Kansas City Chiefs to potentially winning the Lombardi Trophy? Um, obviously the Buccaneers secondary is going to prepare for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They're going to, uh, double both of them. Sammy Watkins might play a big, um, big role in the first half, but towards the end, I think Travis Kelsey will step up and score a few TDs for the game. That's definitely an interesting take to see that they'll key on key. The Tampa Bay defense will key in on specifically Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and that Sammy Watkins could potentially be a major target that Patrick Mahomes would have to result to in order to get his touches to help them lead on Perry all right take it from here yeah um as you were saying um Tyreek Hill absolutely exploded in their earlier matchup this year because the Bucks decided to single cover him which was obviously a massive mistake so you know if Rohan is right and they double him Sammy Watkins could have a big game and then Travis Kelsey obviously is just a mismatch all over the field. He's too fast for a linebacker. He's too strong for a corner. So um, we'll see. But Connor, who do you have winning this game? Well, personally, you know, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. I mean, just looking at the numbers, you know, um, you've heard me say it. I'll say it once more. I think the age is going to be a, a big thing. You know, obviously Tom Brady, he's in good shape for his age. And uh, he's got a lot of experience. But I don't know, man. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill... They're pretty relatively young, you know, compared to Tom Brady and Gronkowski. So, I don't know. I feel like they'll be able to get out there, make some good plays. And, I mean, uh, look at the numbers again, you know. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they, they won. They got 14 wins, uh, only two losses this season, you know, compared to the Buccaneers. who got 11 wins and five losses. So, I don't know. Things are looking up for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, interesting that Connor thinks that. At the end of the day, age is going to play, play a major impact on things. And throughout his career, Tom Brady has shown that age does not matter in his in his overall performance as he has won six, N- six NFL titles and Super Bowls in his career, looking to make it seven. But now we're heading on over to Ethan to see who he thinks is going to win this game and how come. Uh, I hate to say it, but I'm with the Chiefs. I, I really want Brady to get a seventh ring, but just looking at the stats and stuff, I think the Chiefs have got this one in the bag. 
I mean, you've got Mahomes with over 4,700 yards this season, 38 TDs. You got Kelsey with 1,200 yards, 15 TDs, and then Tyreek Hill with over 1,400 yards and 11 TDs. I mean, you really can't stop that trio, especially considering the other wide receivers they've got between Watkins and Hardman. I just think they can't be stopped. Interesting. And another big factor that could come into the game, I feel like we're mainly talking about the wide receiving cores of both teams. And while they're respectively both fantastic, do you think that the run game will play any sort of a factor? Kansas City Chiefs have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie out of LSU, who led LSU to the national championship alongside Joe Burrow and um, just last season, or two seasons ago, excuse me. And now, um, but then on the other side, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Ronald Jones Jr. and Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette stepped up big time in the NFC Championship game just last two weeks ago. So it'll be interesting. Do you think that one of these run game squads really steps above the other and could potentially play a major factor in who comes out on top in this game? How about Rohan? What do you think on this? Um, I mean, the Buccaneers have one of the best rush defenses in the league. So I don't know. They're And the Chiefs rely heavily on the passing game. So... I really don't think the running running game is going to play a huge difference in uh, the Super Bowl on Sunday. Interesting take on that. Connor, do you think it'll play any major impact? I mean, people here have said that the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, has a really good offense, and I have to agree with them. Uh, I've got no clue how the Buccaneers are going to play. You know, anything could really happen in the Super Bowl. You know, it's crazy. Uh, back in 2017, you know, nobody anticipated, you know, the Patriots making that huge comeback. So I've got no clue. Anything can happen. But, I mean, look, looking at the numbers and all that, again, seems like the Kansas City Chiefs on path to victory. Yeah, there you go. And I feel like while a lot of players, a lot of um, pass, the passing game has really helped, as you brought up there, when the Patriots came back against the Atlanta Falcons, helped them out there. But James White ended up playing a major factor in that game as well. So it'll be, who's a running back? So it'll be interesting to see if a run game will play any factor in the outcome of this game. Ethan, what do you think will happen? I think both of these teams have a pretty good, um, they've got solid running backs. I think this is going to be a heavily reliant game on the passing. I mean, you've got the Bucks with a solid rush defense, but I think this is just going to rely on Brady and Patrick Mahomes' power. Just when it comes to their arms, I think it's going to be, they're all, I, personally, I think they're both going to go, they're going to throw for 300 plus yards. It's going to be a high scoring game. I mean, it's it's going to be a good one, though. Ethan, when you say high scoring, just how high scoring are you anticipating? Are you thinking 30-plus points for each team? And kind of what, if you were to have a score prediction, what do you think and around what lines, where would you put that? Uh, for this game, I'm going to go with 31-27 Chiefs coming out on top. I think the spread, it's, I mean, you got 56.5 points, so I'm just going to go with right over that um I think you really can't stop I mean both these teams defenses I say they're pretty average bucks with a little bit of an advantage on the defensive end but I mean you just can't stop Mahomes I agree Connor do you have any sort of a score prediction for this Super Bowl Sunday I mean honestly I've got no clue it could be could be a high scoring game you know both of the teams um you know they're, they're pretty good teams you know they've had to be pretty good to make it this far obviously so could be a high scoring game or one team could absolutely just you know demolish the other it could be a pretty low scoring game so I don't I don't know exactly yeah I see where you're coming from there I feel like that's what a lot of fans are looking at 
across the country. Rohan, do you have any sort of a score prediction for this Super Bowl that's coming up on Sunday? Uh, 31-35 Chiefs. That's my, that's my prediction. Interesting. So pretty high-scoring games across the board. And I feel like, Perry, obviously I think that what you have to take into consideration is that um, quarterbacks likely, or for the most part, end up winning the MVP. So do you want to sort of discuss that with everybody about do you think the MVP of the game could potentially be Mahomes or Brady? Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, you know, the MVPs, as you said, have consistently been the quarterbacks. Just looking in recent years, um, Super Bowl 53, when the Pats last run, won, um, Julian Edelman was the MVP. So receiver really has to have, you know, a really good day. And the quarterback needs to make a couple mistakes somewhere along the line. But usually it's going to be an offensive player, and usually it's going to be the quarterback. So um, do you guys have any thoughts on who the MVP of this game is going to be, starting with Ethan? Um, I personally, I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey. I mean, this guy has shown throughout the season, he's having an absolutely monster year and especially being a tight end. You don't see that from really anyone. I mean, he's putting up absolutely mind boggling stats this season. So if I had an MVP pick, it would either be Kelsey or Mahomes. Yeah, as you said, um, Kelsey almost led the league in receiving yards as a tight end. He broke George Kittle's record um, set a couple years ago this season. I mean, he is just a match-up nightmare for defensive coordinators. But, Connor, who do you have as your MVP? Well, without a doubt, I think it's going to be either uh, probably one of the quarterbacks. You know, uh, quarterbacks are responsible for seeing through, like, the you know, if the plays go through. You know, you can do a really good route, but... You know, in the end, it doesn't come to fruition unless the quarterback throws the ball your way. So probably, if the, you know, probably, probably definitely one of the quarterbacks. Um, I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes here, since you know Tom Brady, he's old experience, but you know the media might be tired of you know patting him on the back there. So probably Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's he's done pretty pretty well for himself this year. Yeah, that's definitely um, a good pick with just how, you know, his age, he can make any throw from any angle. Um, He can hit the deep guy. He can hit the short guy. Um, You know, he is really a special quarterback. I mean, Rohan, do you have Patrick Mahomes as well? Yeah, I have to agree. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to take the MVP home again. All right, interesting takes across the board. It seems that in the end, the KC Chiefs, and Rohan Connor and Ethan's opinions are going to come out on top despite Tom Brady being a past Patriots player and Ethan rooting for Tom Brady. It just looks like they think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be able to overpower Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the end of the day. But we'll end up having to see this Sunday. Once again, Connor, Rohan, and Ethan, special thanks for you guys for coming out today and listening and, and speaking on the From Ballpark Supposed to Be a Sportscast. We're super thankful for you guys coming on, and absolutely, you guys are welcome anytime to come on. So, hope we can definitely stay in touch. A couple quick points that we want to discuss before we wrap this thing up is that you can check us out on social media. Where on Instagram, you can check out our account is called Ballparks of Buzzer Beaters. Twitter is from Ballparks of Buzzer Beaters. You can check out our website at the from Ballparks of Buzzer You can email us anytime if you have any segment ideas, if you want to just come on and talk with us, any questions. Go right ahead, and that's at from ballparks to buzzerbeaters at gmail.com. We are also now going to be posting whenever we come out with a website on the Westford Academy Ghostwriter website. 
We will be putting our episodes up on that. So you guys, the student body of Westford Academy, can certainly look for that. You guys can get in touch with us that way through Instagram or our website, Twitter, what email, whichever is most convenient. You guys can reach out to us if you want to hop on the show and talk with us for a while. And that just about wraps things up. So special thanks, thanks again for joining us today, Connor, Rohan, and Ethan. As always, I'm James Farley alongside my co-host Perry Morzino signing out with the From Ballparks to Buzzbeer Sportscast. Have a good one, everybody.